Now this, this is the door of someone who appreciates the natural beauty of things. None of the fuss of bright colors or gilding. No, instead this door is covered in intricate, expertly fashioned wood carving and fitted with a pair of round, understated doorknobs. The wood looks braided together and it would look false except that the wood grain shows through. You barely have to place your hands on the doorknobs before the door silently springs open. So masterful is the workmanship. The door fits just so inside the frame. Hallie, leading away. Keebler Keebler, with a, with a line of cookies. With no direction, just getting them out of there. Uh-huh. Spruce, you are with Paco Bell. Frosty, in the waiting room. Paco Bell, heading off to an audience with Mrs. Claus under the assumption that you are actually uh, half and half Oberweiss. Jack, you went to follow Hallie so she doesn't run out of cookies for this ooh piece of candy Hansel and Gretel nonsense that you are using to get Hebler Keebler out of there. Got his ass. Alright, perfect. We shall start with you, Pucklebell. Standing in the audience room of Mrs. Claus. She looks to you, despite the fact that you know she is aged beyond what she appears, she seems to be a woman in like her late 50s, but like a very soft late 50s. Her silver hair is in a thick braid on her shoulder. She's wearing this long, red velvet dress that trims at the wrists and at the hem with white fur. She looks very elegant and put together and also incredibly confused because she knows you and you are not the person she's supposed to be meeting. Her little half moon glasses are taken off and folded delicately and put on the table at her side before she turns to you, stirring her hot cocoa in the universal older woman so you have some splaining to do kind of way. That's that's not just me, right? Like other people have women in their lives who do that. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Everyone universally nodded. That makes me feel better. I was worried it was just like my mom. Paco Bell crosses the I, I feel like it's an expansive chamber. It's a, it's a very comfortable room. It, it is, while I would call it larger, I would not call it grand or opulent. Okay. Imagine, like, a rich person's house on Christmas, the way that they set their living room up. I know exactly what you mean. There's, there's things festooned on, like, molding you've never noticed before, but it's, now it's got, yeah. Yes. I, I know what you mean. He's walking across the room. He stops a respectable distance away takes a knee and bows his head. And he immediately uh, looks back up and says, Gloria, I'm sorry for the de deception. It's it's of utmost importance. I would not have done it otherwise. I'm certain you wouldn't, but there must be a reason. There is. 
Look, there's no easy way to say it. I and three others, including Jack Frost and a relative of Comet and Rudolph and this individual Spruce. <laughs> and this random dude! And this person. This person is, um, well, he's, it's half elf, half fairy penguin, half Grimshling, which is why he's so big. It's three halves. Dude. That's not mathematically sensible, but continue. You remember the, the spirits of Christmas's past and present and yet to come? I have not heard from them in some time, but yes, I am familiar. I know, we sought some lost, but they sent us back from, a, well, a Christmas that would never have come. We, we are here to set some things right which were wrong. Look, I don't have any time, so they're going to be in here to drag me out in a minute. She checks uh, the small, like, pocket watch that she has. Probably closer to 30 seconds. I would make it quick. There will be Keeblers that come to kill Santa. There will be Grimshlings that come down from the Great Rock Candy Mountain. We thought they were eradicated. They're not. They're, they're breeding. Frosty's lost. I know. It's best not to think of it. It's just eggs that appear. We don't know how they get there. Okay, that's, that's easier that way. Frosty is lost as uh, the magic dies. All the magic. It's gone. It dries up. How would then you all be able to be sent back? Like I told you, it's the spirits. Some desperate things are done. I don't want to get into too so many of the details. It's grim. You'll need to wake up Nick. I know. It's the only way. Is it? You say yeah. that there's something going on with the Grinchlings, yes? It's secondary, honestly, to the Keeblers. She holds up her hand. There are a few things that can be done. From what you are describing. I will investigate these claims. I am not willing to start what would amount to war on your I don't even want to say experience because I guess it would argue that it hasn't happened yet I don't know that I believe you but I don't see why you would lie she holds up her hand alright alright if the Keeblers pose a threat then we will find a way to eliminate the threat. Same with the Grinchlings. I assume you have a plan for this. We need to take a war party, and that's the only way to put it. I think the same. You would prioritize the Keeblers, then? I want you to have as many guards as you can. I know you like your privacy in here, but you need, you need protection. It's a dangerous time. It, they may not seem it, but it didn't then either. She stands up, puts her cup down, sighs, and walks over to the tree, sort of touching one of the ornaments. Johan. Yeah? Do you remember what it was like before? How long back? 
before all this. Before Nick became more than Nick. No, that was before my time. I remember it. I remember much about it. But those memories are beginning to fade outside of the ones here. Do you believe, Agobo, that if one person takes on a responsibility, it should be theirs forever? That is the way of things. But is it fair? It's not for me to say, my lady. Well, I'm asking. I think sometimes that job is made for that person, and sometimes that person is made for that job. I see. I think sometimes people change jobs, sometimes jobs change people. You see sort of this firm line set in her jaw. I see. I appreciate your insight. Gather who you need and burn the Keeblers to the ground. He stands and um, nods. Says, Spruce, we've just met Mrs. Klaus. And then leaves. Spruce is just standing there and he's like, uh, oh, he he takes Spruce with him, uh, like <laughs> grabs I don't him know by the arm. Was anticipating that level of Cersei Lannister energy, but you know it's fine. I fucking love it. <laughs> Jack and Hallie, you two are moseying down the way. You are walking down the cobble street roads, left leaving cookie after cookie down the street as this guy's just following you not knowing where he's going because you guys don't know where you're going either you're gonna run out of cookies at some point yeah i'm interested to see how the duke boys get out of <laughs> this pickle <laughs> have we run out of cookies yet <laughs> You're about to! You're not far off. You've got five cookies left. Five. Five cookies. Okay. Uh, 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 if I were to take a quick glance around with my almost 360 degree vision with very slight blind spots front and back, do I see an open area? As you get further out of town and closer to the barrier, yes, there's much more open space. Awesome, we're going there with the last five cookies. Okay, so you're going to continue walking closer and closer to wilderness while using up the last of the food you have. Yeah. This couldn't go wrong. <laughs> uh, Jack? Um, I'm following, but I'm trying to stay out of sight. And I'm waiting for her to run out of cookies and ideas. And then I... <laughs> I'm gonna do Bold something. of you to think there were <laughs> ideas to begin with. <laughs> been out of ideas this whole time. <laughs> this will be quick then. Okay, so as she's <laughs> leading this elf back, I'm imagining at this point if they're headed towards like wilderness open area, they've hit a point where there's 
It's it's a perfect deer habitat. There is a field. There is a tree line. This looks fantastic for a crepuscular creature. And then, once she runs out of cookies, she's gonna jump down and say, Okay, are you ready? I found this perfect field. We're gonna frolic in it. I'm gonna play tag. You start. You have to catch me first. Pardon? Yeah. Roll persuasion right now. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody say that angrily. Twelve. (laughs) You roll that right now. Damn it. He's gonna go. Okay. I'm gonna get you. Okay. She's gonna like jump and then turn and go. But like she is looking to make sure that he's actually going. He absolutely is. This is somehow working. Good lord. I'm just in the shadows, just nodding in approval. Like, she had a good idea. Look at this. She's doing it. Yeah, it'd be a great plan. Totally well thought out plan. In no way relied entirely on dumb luck. (laughs) No one in the North Pole can say no to a good and fun game. It's in the bylaws. You misunderstood how good she was at dumb anything. <laughs> Powerful dumb. Dumb luck is the best so, kind of luck. So strong at dumb. So, uh, Spruce and Paco Bell, as you guys come out, you're going to see the crumbs that were left behind. I'll notice them, but like not pay too much attention. Is Frosty still here? Frosty is still there. What, distracting Obervice? Yes. He seems to be having a great jolly conversation. He's like throwing his head back. He's laughing. He's having a grand old time. Half and half is being polite at least. Paco Bell just kind of taps Frosty on the shoulder. Yes, my friend. Thank you. Did you have a good bathroom break? Yeah, Everything came out perfect. We have to go now. Yo, I don't know that I like how that response went. Where were the bathrooms, dude? I, like, really gotta go. I will explain it to you later. <laughs> we'll get Yvonne on the way out, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. And he's, like, got his, like, hands between his legs doing a little pee-pee dance, walking forward. Oh, God. Jesus. That's... We'll really dire. Okay, um... I'm just imagining, like, Dave the Barbarian, but doing this, and it's like... Yeah, it's the same energy, right? Yeah, it's the same energy. But your handwriting is great. He's two months old! Right, he can't spell. What am I talking about? Alright, we, uh... I try to find a bathroom on the way out? I'm not (laughs) having you roll for bathroom. We can say the bathroom break happened, but without really having to adjudicate it. I'm not having you roll for consistency. I'm not having you roll to see if the plumbing backed up. I'm not having you roll to see if someone heard you make embarrassing bathroom noises in the next stall. We're just gonna say that human, elven bodily functions occurred and move on. Everybody jot down it took us less than four full hours to break Alex. Let's jot that one down. I'm just saying, I have a couple of lines in the snow, and that's one of them. Yeah, P-line. Yeah, yellow lines in the snow. We're not going to talk about how hydrated he is. We're not going to talk about whether or not he's got IBS. We're just going to move on. 
I wonder if he pees Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, we're not wondering that. We are moving forward with our lives. You follow the trail crumb of cookies. You almost get hit by a sleigh. You keep on going. You reach a field. And there's Hebler Keebler and Hallie the Deer. And they're just having a grand old time with Jack looking weird behind a tree, watching them as if he is about to crimes. <laughs> as soon as Spruce sees them running through the field, he's like, frolic, frolic, and runs after them. Runs like powerfully towards the frolic. As soon as uh, Hallie notices that he's joined the fray, Hallie's like full skid turning, like legs flying out to the side, running back, going, I'm gonna tag you! Are you really? Are you, are you really? Yeah, you play tag? What's tag? Tag is when, and she's like explaining this running full speed, so like breathing super hard, like tag is when you, you're going through a person and you touch them and then they're it, then they have to chase you and then they, they're not it, then you have to touch somebody else so they become it and you just keep going and then she's gonna like plow into you. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially he's it. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. And he's gonna take off running um, after Hebler Keebler. Uh, as those three do whatever that is, and Frosty is going to turn to Jack and Paco Bell. So while he's distracted, um... Yeah. What did we learn? Alright, so... I talked to uh, Mrs. Klaus. So there was this sort of esoteric discussion about whether you're supposed to do the thing you're doing forever. I'm not sure exactly what that was about. She told us to burn the Keeblers to the ground. Like... Like these Keeblers, and I point to Keebler Keebler. Beeblers. These blurs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think all of them. Him and the whole tree. Hmm. Alright, and I step out from behind the tree and just like... Whip a cookie at Keebler Keebler's face. A nat 20. What's the max damage? <laughs> on, a, a cookie? on a cookie? <laughs> I, I, I guess it's an improvised thrown weapon. Now, did so he gambit like freeze it? Can I don't know that a cookie does thing? dagger damage, Jenna. <laughs> if he freezes it. If he bites it into a sharp did he? Point. Did he imbue it with sharp ice? In I don't know. What did you do, Jack? Did you do this? Nope. Just whipped it at him. <laughs> okay, so you're not making like a cool ice kunai and throwing it. You're just yeeting a Milano at him. Now that you say that, <laughs> makes me kind of want to throw a knife at him. But I think, yeah, just I'm not at this moment trying to kill this guy. I'm okay, so the max shit. damage it could probably do is a one. All right. <laughs> unless you want to add your dexterity. So, and you know what? No, it's a cookie. One. So double max because we're doing my crit rules, which means you do two damage to Hebler Keebler's face. He falls to the ground, his nose bloodied, and does not understand what has just occurred. Did he chocolate chip a tooth? I stand menacingly with a cold fog behind me, staring at this elf. Okay. Hey man, I thought we might kind of do it a little more sneaky-like. 
Oh, he didn't see me. He didn't see me throw the cookie. Okay. You two are going to, Hallie, Spruce, you two are going to see this as well. Just a cookie discuses out of nowhere, smacks him in the face, hits him in the nose, and he just sprawls on the ground. Yeah, for a little fella, he's been, like, surprisingly fast this whole time. So Spruce seizes this opportunity to take his big meaty fist and just, like, slam it down on him to tag him. Roll attack. Does she get advantage because he's on the ground? Yes, she does. He's prone. I don't need it, but I'll I'll, I'll do it again. No, oh, no, no, but I'll do it again to see if I do crit. I rolled a Jerry 17 and an 18, and I have a plus six, so it's 24. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hit roll unarmed strike. It, yeah, it's, it's four damage. Is she in a different size category? Like, is that is there a bonus? <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> Your hand collides down on his head and it makes a and he just kind of schlumps into the snow. Spruce is like, yeah, yeah, you're it, dude. And just like turns and starts to like lumber away. What? He's a natural. You notice he's not getting up. Hallie's just kind of doing that really unsure thing where she's like running after Spruce and then like sees like Keebler Keebler's not moving so she's gonna like jump back a couple steps towards him and then like one away and then one towards him and then be like wait are we doing tag or a food fight now? Dude! Hey hey, dude it's your, your turn man you gotta get one of us now that's what I, right, Hallie? That's what you said. Is that yeah, like that's what he's when you're do. tagged, then you gotta yeah. do it back to someone. That's that's the rules. Hey, dude! And he starts like walking slowly back to him. I look around. I just want to check the surroundings. Is there any bystanders out here? Not that you can see. What's your passive perception again? Four, Fourteen. Nothing you can see. You now have an unconscious elf face down in the snow. I don't know what more you want to do with this. Spruce slowly walks up and he's like, hey, dude. And he like looks up at the other guys, at Jack and Frosty and Paco Bell. And he's like, hey, hey, dudes, your little, this little dude man's not getting up. Yeah, keep it down, Spruce, please. Hey, bring, bring him with us. Here, when yeah. you say that, he just like sits down next to him and puts his hand on him. Okay. Yeah, keeping him on the ground. At least he's going to be sniffing at his prone body. Keep your voice quiet is what I mean. Okay. Okay. What? Yeah, great. Bring Hebla Kleebla with us, please. Bring Klabla Kleebla, come on. Hobble Dobble, bring him here. Bring Gabagool. <laughs> That's a different family. <laughs> He's going to look really, like, nervous and sort of pick him up gingerly and just carry him over. Okay. Frosty, please, would you would you help Spruce? Oh, yes, of course. He's going to walk up and take Heebler Keebler's arm and put it over his shoulder and kind of hunch. Is the little guy okay? No. Is he oh, dead? 
can I can I check him to see if he's dead? I don't know if I would even know. You could absolutely roll medicine. Uh, I got a three. <laughs> oh, you got math. a three? I natted, nattied one. He is somewhere suspended between life and death. You have no idea whether or not this man is alive or not. In the sugar plum land. Alright, let's tie him up. What? If he wakes up and he's tied up, he can't go anywhere. If he's tied up and he's dead, he can't go anywhere. Why? Why is he going anywhere? He could just stay and we could play more tag. Oh, you haven't been filled no, we in have, yet. We have work to do, okay? We, we can't stay here. Does anyone have um, a cup? A flask? Can't work. It's not Christmas yet. We gotta work till Christmas. And I pick up some snow off the ground and use shape water to mold it into a cup for you. No, that won't work. Well, shit. Thank you, so. Throw it on the ground and break we it. We need to leave him outside <laughs> of a bar so it looks like he just drank too much. Why wouldn't the fuck my cup work, Paco Bell? Because it... Uh, he wouldn't have been able to make it. Oh, well, I already broke it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, check your inventories for a uh, Jägermeister. Uh, Perhaps jungle juice is in some of your packs. This is gonna surprise you. It's not. I can't. I you have can't snot imagine. in your pack. I have so much snot. Gross. <laughs> Gross. You are a reindeer. I literally okay. sneezed on you er in an earlier episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um... I think we might have to kill him. Well, we can question him first if he... Is, hang on, is he dead? I'm gonna, ch I'm gonna check his pulse. Roll medicine. <laughs> 16. He is alive. He is unconscious, possibly concussed, but alive. Yeah, I can hear the cookie still digesting. He's, a, he's alive. Yeah. So, what, we, we question him and send what? Send we kill him? That's what we gotta do. I think so. We can't have him go back and say, oh, I got knocked out by this uh, big green and pink man. Yeah. What? what? What do you mean we have to kill him? I... Okay, so, remember how we are here because of the wars that happens in the future? Yeah. Yeah. So, Mrs. Klaus has gave us uh, directions. And that is partially to get rid of the Keeblers. Yeah, but, like, he seems really nice. Like, not like a... Like, not... He wasn't mean. He was... He seemed good. Let me try explaining it like this. How easy was it for you to lead him out here? Very. How easy would it be for someone who doesn't want good things to lead him to do something bad? How many cookies do they have? Exactly. They make the cookies. Okay. So pretty easy, yeah? I don't... I don't know. So... Maybe they aren't bad, but they can be made to do bad things because they are cookie fiends. 
So, is somebody who gives me cookies, am I bad? Only if you do everything they want because of the cookies. We can also ask this guy if he's bad when he wakes up. Oh, I'm sure he'll just tell us if he's bad, yeah. Yeah, probably. That sounds good. So, Spruce has been sitting there looking at his hands and, like, listening to everybody talk. Listening to Pockelbell and listening to Hallie. And he's going to look up at Pockelbell and he's going to say, So this dude is... This dude is one of the dudes why people aren't happy anymore. Yeah. And he's just going to walk up to the elf dude and he's going to take out his scimitar. Yeah, alright. Alright, dude. Well, we have to ask him questions. You said they're all bad dudes and they make people not happy. And you guys, you guys come from the same place where nobody's happy anymore. Yeah, but he might And this have... dude is the reason why people aren't happy anymore. Spruce. Paco Bell and me, we, we might have jumped the gun. I don't think he should just run him through right away. We can talk to him. Yeah, once we do that, so... If we find out that he is one of the... if He he may know something that will lead us to more people that made people unhappy. We can stop it. Then you can kill him. I don't want to kill him. I have fun. But if he made people unhappy, I'm going to kill him for... for all the people that are unhappy. I was so expecting, instead of pulling out a scimitar, that Spruce was just gonna snap his neck like Hitman style. <laughs> yeah. Or just crunch the throat in. Yeah, well, because, like, I saw Austin be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all were. At first I was like, fuck yeah, then I was like, wait, 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 no, we need this guy. <laughs> Way to make it dark as shit, John. Good work. Hell yeah. Oh, okay, like, it wasn't already a world that we <laughs> ruined. Oh no, but the look at the rabbit's Lenny guy is fucking okay. He's a baby. <laughs> you can make the best yeah, the best potato soup, Jenna, but once you add a little bit of pepper to it, it just takes that thing to another level. And you just added the pepper. Austin, I love your voice, and that made that whole <laughs> exchange just now so much better. Like if I had said that it would not have been delivered as well. Hell yeah. Frosty, please will you hold him up and his hands behind his back? This is getting remarkably dark. You're used to it. Uh, Jack, will you, uh, can you make a frozen block maybe around his hands so they stay there? Thank you. Um, actually, <laughs> that's not how this spell works. I'm sorry that I, nope, I can't. <laughs> sorry that I nodded <laughs> when in fact I cannot. You yeah. went, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fuck. I got some rope fine if you want to be old-fashioned about it. I tie the rope up and then freeze the rope. It probably won't do anything extra. The sudden onset of cold and the curing of his wounds is going to cause Hebler Keebler to kind of wake up in a daze. I... Where am I? 
So it's not really that important. Um, and Taco Bell is adjusting his glasses. Why were you going to see Mrs. Klaus? I was, uh... Who are you? Why do I, Why do I have to tell not, you? Also, also not very important. Okay. You need to understand you, you, you're in a position where you don't have any bargaining power. You don't really have much to do besides tell us what we need to know. Roll persuasion. Can I argue for intimidate? You can argue. You can argue intimidate. It's an eighteen. So. Uh. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess. Okay. So talk. About what? Why you were going to see Mrs. Klaus? Oh, I'm the bodyguard for half and half. He's my best friend. Klaus, that's precious. Why is he going to see Mrs. Klaus? He wanted to ask her if you all would share the magic. The tree is dying, and our magic's gone. So we thought we would come ask you. You all have plenty here. If only that were true. Why is um, half and half siding this the Keebless and not this the Winter Elves? What do you mean? He is talking to Mrs. Klaus on behalf of the Keebless, yeah? Well, yeah. But it's not a side. Taco Bell just turns away and lets Jack in because he doesn't know anything. I'll look up at the Hebler and say, well, what? let's say Mrs. Claus denies him that magic. What do you think, as your best friend, that he would do? He'd go back and he'd tell all of the... Uh, he'd go back and he would tell the others that our plea for aid was denied. You don't understand. Without the magic, the tree dies. If the tree dies, then nothing works. We can't produce food. Hmm. Uh, Jack will look down at his feet for a second and look back over his shoulder to Paco Bell. We need to talk to your leader. The leader of the Keeblers? Yes, obviously. Uh, Papa doesn't really talk to many folk. Good. That's an exception that he will make. Uh, I can't leave half and half. You have left half and half. Uh... I, well, I can't leave him more. 
Where will we find Papa? He's at the tree. With everybody. Thank you. Where inside the tree? How do we get to his chambers? He lives at the tippy tippy top. There's like a house there. You know, like a bird. Okay. Paco Bell, just ease off of him a little bit, man. Can't you tell that he's... You're hurt, right? I don't... My head feels kind of swimmy. Can I get you something to drink? A water? Maybe a cookie? I love drinking cookies. Yeah. Uh, in that case, I'll take some... I don't know. Make some water from some ice or some snow and throw a cookie in it. Ew. I was, I was like, we're gonna get like a jar of Trader Joe's, not sponsored, cookie butter and like microwave it and like give it to him as like a, a, a toasty beverage. If I have access to that, I will. Literally, listeners, you can't see it because this is not a visual podcast, but Alex, Jenna, and Nate all in unison had a moment of... I guarantee you if there is a jar in their house, they are going to microwave it and see if it makes a drink. Mm -mm. All of them. Mm -mm. Now Jenna's Mm -mm. denying it. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, I didn't think that. Just kidding. I've already tried that. It doesn't make a drink. Damn Damn it. Mystery soft. I mostly just eat it off of a spoon, so. Hell yeah, that Biscoff cookie butter. Mm. Ugh. I like to dip Nutter Butters in. So he drinks the water with the cookie in it. It's cold. Cause it, it's cold <laughs> and it's cookies. That has to be somebody's tagline. <laughs> He's going to kind of come back more and more into his senses as he drinks. Uh, after like I give him the drink and he's refreshed a little bit, I, I'll say, Look, maybe we can um, help you meet back up with half and half. And half. We can... You can sh- take us the way to the Keebler, to Papa, and we should meet him on the way. Okay. As long as you can get me back to half and half, I'll take you there. Yeah, you just gotta show us the way to the, to the forest. Okay. So, he's going to get up, and conveniently... But also, concerningly, in that moment, you hear a, what's going on here? And you turn. Before you is an elven man with holly wrapped up in his hair, wearing an outfit made of pine, who looks very familiar, and a green cloak. You didn't have to go looking for half and half. He met you halfway. No, no, it's a good boo. It's a good boo. It's a good boo. It's the best boo. It's my boo. I'll cherish it. Hey. 